How you doing, everybody? Now we're with, we're starting with the Contender Series, but unfortunately we started on Episode 3. Uh, we didn't see the first two, but now we saw the Episode 3. And when I saw that, it looks like there was a fight already canceled. It was uh, Felipe Dos Santos against uh, Luciano uh, uh, Pereira, but uh, Luciano missed weight. Which means Felipe gets to go to UFC 293 with the contract already. He didn't even have to fight. So I thought that was pretty neat. I'm like, wow. And how do you not, I mean, how do you miss weight when you're fighting for a contract? What do you think they're going to say? Oh, it's okay. We'll do a catch weight or something. I mean, you're fighting for the freaking contract. Why don't you got your shit together? That's what yeah. I don't understand. That's crazy because Contender Series is like the toughest interview for any person of your life, right, for a job. And for them to come in, and Dana White obviously did like the other guys to give him a contract without even having to fight for it. But um, yeah. super disappointing. Like to come in overweight in an event such as this, which is really cool. Like get earn yourself and take it into UFC. You just got to win this one fight, put it all in, all your eggs in one basket and put it out there, you know. And no, this guy... It it's like here and there. <laughs> it's like a police officer going for an interview for a police department, but oh, I don't have my gun <laughs> for for a shooting thing. Like oh, I didn't bring my gun. Like what the fuck? Get out of here. <laughs> uh, so okay, so we started with one fight. So apparently the card is five fights, and depending on how they do, it's not because if you win you get a contract. It's if you win and you do good. Yep. And that's pretty what it was. So, Luis uh, Pajejo which, if, versus Robbie Ring. I'm trying to say that right because even uh, Daniel uh, DC was, was trying to say that right. Pajejo. Pajejo or something. Pajelo. 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 So, yeah. So, Robbie has a 6-0 and with, uh, three, with three knockouts and three subs. Luis has seven wins, seven by, I'm sorry, six by KOs. So right there, that's, I mean, they both have some impressive records on there. Uh, so, okay. So, so what do you think about this fight? Do you have any notes on this fight? Yeah, so pretty much what you listed right now, but also, like, going into round one, uh, Ring was definitely throwing some heavy punches from the get-go. And you could tell they were, like, they were packed with some power. Um, but Pajuelo, he was able to... Handle those punches. Even told him, he told Rain to keep on coming at me. You know, um, yeah. so you can just tell that uh, that uh, Mexican heritage in this guy, or the Latin heritage, those fucking boxers that could take it on the chin and keep pushing forward. This guy fits it, and um, he definitely held his ground during that exchanges. And I even saw Rain throw like a little panic takedown at one point. Um, and it was kind of crazy because like uh, Panjuelo, like he should just let him get back up and just finish him standing up, but. He took it to the ground, and then um, they were able to get back up at some point. And then Panjuelo definitely took him back down again. Or he, I forgot exactly how he fell back down. I, I can't recall, but it ended up in side control. And then that's when he threw that heavy knee to the gut. Oh, I saw that when he was mm-hmm. on the floor there. He, yeah. uh, he, he threw that knee, and I'm like, oh, my God. And 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 Luis is you know that is pretty much breaking him down on the on the floor those body shots were working uh-huh. and the body the, I mean the fight was stopped on the ground I mean, the ground and pound him he was on him on that one and yeah. he would, they were just he was just throwing those ground and pounds and it was stopped 
you, you, you never see knees get thrown like that, especially in, like, in a side control. Yeah, Hopefully that exactly. opens up a new window for other fighters to see, like, hey, like, this could be something that could work, you know? But, yeah, you never see that. And then, like, I mean, Rain definitely did not see that coming. And once he got hit to the gut, you could just saw he kind of curled up a little bit more. And then that's when Panuelo just started grounding pound on his fucking head. It was his hammer fist, and that's when they stopped the fight. I mean, that knee, like you said, did work. I was like, dang. You know, you, you could tell, like, it put took a lot out of him. Like, oh, fuck. <laughs> so I mean, so that was a, that was a good round. I mean, that would be first round, really. It ended right there, and you know, it was it was a nice exchange at first. You know, they're going back and forth, and then of course, when like you said, Luis threw uh, lands three right hands in a row, and then rocks Robbie in the beginning. I mean, I thought that was pretty impressive there. Uh, so overall, I mean, that was the first fight, right? Yeah, that was the first and, fight. And then we went to the women's strawweight, where it was, uh, I'm going to say the first names, Isis versus uh, Josephine. And Isis was a 5-1 with the 5-win streak, and Josephine uh, was 5-0. and And I'm like, okay, this is going to be good. And any any notes on this one? It wasn't too exciting. I was kind of like upset seeing Josephine kind of like engage that grapple standing up. For no reason, when she rocked it from the very get-go with that head kick. And I get yeah, it, chasing did. it down to see what damage you could do while you clinch up. But she wasn't doing too much. And then she should have disengaged immediately when it wasn't going nowhere. And it, it happened majority of like the fight from round one, two, and three. Like They'll just end up clinching, throwing some heavy knees, a couple of elbows. But it wasn't anything else too exciting. I mean, Nutson didn't get the takedown. Um, but... Uh, the only thing exciting was the head kick from the very get-go. That was like, I thought it was going to be something super exciting, but no. It was just clenching up, elbows, knees, and nothing much after that. Yeah, because, I mean, in the third round, the both were striking and landing well. And uh, apparently, um, Easy's had, had a little bit more confidence, and she was actually leading the fight in the beginning. But then Josephine lands a body kick and EC goes down. Josephine takes the top control, but EC crosses the cage and she was able to get up. But it was still, you know, Josephine still on the attack with her. But it's like, it's like you said, it wasn't exciting. And if you saw what, I mean, if you heard that with what, what uh, Josephine said in the beginning, you know, she didn't put a good performance on her last fight and she wanted to show Dana White something on this fight. And I was looking for it throughout the whole fight, and I was waiting for her to finish, to dominate, to do a submission or something. And I didn't see any of that. If you if 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 you're gonna talk to talk, walk to walk, you finished, but there was really nothing exciting about this fight. All right, and then we go to the third fight, right? Yeah, number three, we got uh, Kaik Brito. Yeah, so we had Brito, Brito. versus Elliot. Yeah. Yes. So uh, this fight, it was it was pretty good. Um, so just to go over, uh, I'm not too sure on the guy's records. Do you have the records, James? Yeah. Okay. Brito has a six. Yeah, Brito has a 16 and four with 13 knockouts, 10 first round finishes, and uh, Elliot has a four fight win streak. Two. Uh, Two KOs and three submissions and four first round finishes. So mm-hmm. right here, I'm expecting a freaking battle coming out between both of these. Yeah, and this was. Go ahead. I thought it was pretty good. It was it was pretty entertaining going back and forth. 
Um, I mean, round one, uh, Elliot did win all the judges on round one. He did win by majority vote, but um, yes. he did take round one. Round two, though, was very interesting. I thought Elliot was going to be done for. Yes. Brito, he had him on the ground. He rocked him first off. He rocked him like going into the second at some point, and then was able to eventually get him down to the ground. I think um, Elliot's you know, panicked a little bit, and um, he was just trying to recover. And I thought he was done, but this guy survived the second round. <laughs> now, when you go in the second round, the last six seconds, he would I think he was fighting in the armbar, right? He was in the armbar attempt, and uh, uh, it was only yeah. And then, because I know DC and Shangsok, whatever Laura Shangsok was saying, like, it, like the arm was loose, but he, but uh, he, like, he could have got out, but he gave back in, and like, and then they put the armbar in him, like they said he could have yeah. got out of that. So, yeah, anyways, by six seconds he, left, so he had. He hit the armbar, but then nothing was in there, you know. And Elliot was just like there, just laying there, arm extended in the armbar for the last couple of seconds, but he didn't tap, and I thought he was done. I was like, no way. This guy walking to this corner looks a little drunk, right, from the punches and yes, the damage. And then here comes round three, and he is fresh. Like, looks like he just came back in from, like, round one, like, from the very beginning. And his recovery was amazing. And then he was able to deliver on that. And I was just blown away. I, I couldn't believe Elliot survived round two. Brito has poor execution when he had him on the ground in the second round like dc said it was yes. like for 30 seconds that he had the arm locked and he could have hit that arm bar a long time ago but he i think he was just gassed out and tired from trying to like put him out so yeah um but going into the third uh elliot did his thing he came back in to control of the exchanges and and that was it and he won what two of the three rounds from all the judges yeah, and uh, yeah, because like they, you they said, I thought he was done in the second round. He came back, like you said, in the third. Uh, but of course, he was still tired. I mean, yes, he had, I think he was fighting more with heart than anything. Mm-hmm. He was trying to push through, which I, I think all fighters should be doing that. Yeah. And especially in the third round. And if you know your contract's on the line. And he was able to push through. I mean, it wasn't a great performance at the end where he could finish because he was pretty much tired as well. Uh, but he he did able to to come through with the win. Yeah, that was impressive. He did win by majority because uh, one of the rest, Ron McCarthy, gave him eight points in the second. So that's why he didn't win Ron McCarthy's. So there, there, it was a tie for him, and then he won the other two judges. So you, you never hear majority win, you know. Yeah. So that was <laughs> that was I was kind of caught off guard. I'm like majority. So then I put up the cards right now, and you could tell what happened. It was Ron McCarthy. And that's how he tied with the mm. burrito. There you go. And the last one I was pretty excited about because it was Eli against Zachary. And Zachary's from Texas. I'm like, uh-huh. all right, cool. There we go. I'm like, this is yeah. this is somebody that you know I could get behind. And he's five and zero, oh, and all wins by first round. Uh, I'm sorry, yeah, all wins yeah. by first round with four KOs. I'm like, wow, that's pretty good. And um, Eli had five finishes. Uh, three, three didn't go past one minute, and one win by KO and two by by submission. So both has some pretty good records on there. Now, but if you go through all of these records real quick, mm-hmm. you know, it all depends on who they're fighting. Whether they're fighting somebody at their level or lower. 
could uh, manipulate the record on this. You know, if, if there were five anybody's, you know, like anybody from the from the backyard or something, then it doesn't really count. Because you yeah, can like have that, an impressive record and then you just miss out. You remember that one guy that fought Jamal Emmers? He had like a yes. 20-something and old record. Five million plus people following him on Instagram. Oh, yes. And then Jamal was just lighting him up the entire time playing his game. And that guy could never come off and play his strategy at all. So, yeah, like you could tell when people come in with these impressive records and they come into the UFC and face like top talent. That it's not even in the top ten percent of like the UFC ranks, you know, and yep, and he's still like they don't look good, like they don't belong, and that says something, right? Like even these unranked guys in the UFC, like these guys are still monsters, are still deadly, and when you see this new up and coming or the hype guys from different leagues, they can't show why they're there to begin with. I know it's crazy, man. It is crazy. We call those people Smurfs. They, they have fake records. <laughs> it's Smurfs. Mm-hmm. Um, but this guy Eli, I mean, he looked like he was a real deal. I mean, the tank, I think they call him the tank or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, do you want to go the the round the the fight? Yeah, yeah, I could jump into it. But I was just gonna say the the height discrepancy was huge, right? Uh, uh, Eli was what like five ten, and Reese coming in at six four. The boys damn tall for the the for the class, right? At middleweight at one eighty five. That's huge. You know, I didn't think Six about five. that. Yeah. And um, I, I love Reese's backstory, too, how his brother passed away and his brother's yeah. was dream was to be in the UFC. So here comes Reese, like, leave, living that dream for both of them and making that promise to his brother. So I thought that was a cool little story. It got me bought, bought in. You know, I love the little Cinderella stories, you know. So, um, But Reese came in, and he did his thing, and they went to the ground. And it was crazy to see how... I think he calls himself Ellie instead of Eli, but I, well, I'm gonna call him Eli. Ellie. Okay. Yeah, but Ellie's he he was getting he was playing defense in the submission, and he's the thicker guy. He can stack. He's shorter. It's easier for a shorter person to stack, anyways, on a tall guy. But for whatever reason, he postured up and he had his elbow out for a little bit. But then he didn't really play the defense for that he kind of like let reese take it back in oh and- shit you know what this is the fight that i that but that i said about the arm bar attempt mm-hmm. where he had it for like oh no no never mind never mind never mind don't listen no, no, to me no. <laughs> no, this don't was the arm bar yeah elliot yeah elliot survived the arm bar that he faced but in this fight yeah. um ellie he didn't <laughs> he didn't play defense for the arm bar it was crazy to see um, and he was able, he had the opportunity to get out of it. His elbow was past the threshold of being like, um, like past in between the legs. And he ended up posturing up and Eli, he's long. He's going to lock it back in. And that was a big mistake. Ended at what, 145 it was? A minute and 45 seconds? Something Yeah, see, sweet. this is what I, what I called a snake. When, when the grapplers are able to make their moves real quick, yeah. I was all, this is a snake move. This is another snake. Yep. Yeah, so that was at 1 minute and 14 seconds. It happened so quick, like, I couldn't even believe it happened because I thought he was going to get back out of that armbar attempt. But uh, nope. race and his long legs, he brought that arm right back in and finished it. That was pretty good. That was a pretty good, impressive win, especially from Texas. So, yeah, so I guess to, like, conclude who got the contracts, we had three of the four fighters, or the four fights, get uh, awarded a contract. And uh, to start from the very beginning, but Paolo, yeah, he earned his contract, 
And then uh, no one was awarded a contract for, with the Nutsen versus Verbeek for the girls' the fight. The women's, right? The women's? Yeah. Even though Nutsen yeah. won by unanimous decision, it was like 30 to 27 across the board, I believe. Um it, it wasn't enough like we were kind of talking about like Dana White wants to see the excitement he needs he needs that excitement in the women's divisions you know because right now it's yeah. just getting dominated by the champions the current champions plus and, he um, needs to sell fights too so he doesn't want nothing you know that's going to be boring out there yeah exactly so that that was unfortunate for Nutson but moving on to the next Elliot did get his contract and he even dedicated the next fight to Dana White. <laughs> yeah, I, I I didn't get that one. I don't know. I I don't think I would have gave him the contract. I mean, the only reason he won is because Dana said, you know, it was kind of hard, but because he had the heart to continue fighting. And that was the only reason. I think that was the most impressive thing, for him to be, like, nearly knocked out and survive a submission at the very end and then to come back just fresh as, like, he came into round one. I yeah. think that was kind of like eye-opening. Uh, for me, it was. I was like, oh, fuck, this guy is coming in hot. Like, that was so strange to see. Um, so maybe that's why he awarded him that contract because sure. he wants to see these fights continue, especially after you get beat up and survive a round. Like, let's see you come back into the next round and finish it. So maybe that's why. So, yep. um, yeah, I was kind of blown away by that too a little bit, but then I, I guess I, that's the only credit I can give Elliot. He has that fucking second tank in him after he gets beat up pretty harsh um and then the last one went to reese of course yeah with that with that quick first round submission against ellie so we got three of the four fights tonight are from this week three series um awarded contract so that's pretty cool to see now (laughs) during the post conference for elliot Mm -hmm. the one who barely got it every time he was on the camera man he was just flexing Looking at himself, even like, okay, you look good. Okay, let's move on now. I yeah. mean, for somebody who barely got a contract, I mean, come on, you got to get over yourself already. Get back to the fucking gym and work on your craft. Don't look at uh-huh. the goddamn mirror that long or something. <laughs> I was like, move on, buddy, move on. You barely got this. Yeah, yeah. And then he was—he was, he was even walking around with—he was even walking around with crutches at the end. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. That's funny. Um, but I'm not too sure who's fighting in week four. Did you see that at all? Uh, no, I had a. I was doing this at work, so I had to get back to work. But <laughs> okay, no worries. Uh, just some USC news, real quick. Uh, the Rojas is coming back already. Raul Rojas. Um, I think he. I forgot. I I want to say he's in two ninety three. You know, not two ninety three. One of the series coming up. It's not this Holloway. The one after that. And he should be coming up. Maybe, let me see. Hold on. Because it's a Mexico. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it's with um, uh, Alexa Grasso and Shanshenko, too. Yeah. All right. Yeah, he's, I think, in the main card, but the first fight. He's, vying, uh, he's fighting uh, Terrence Mitchell. So yeah. he's back because the second fight he had was not impressive. He gassed out. Yeah. And uh, the vet had his way with him. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, so hopefully Roel Rosas learned his lesson, and uh, now he needs to control his youthful side, right, and trying to go too crazy. That's not yep. always going to work. It might work against an old head in the UFC, an OG, then you can just, like, outdo him strictly by just energy and power, but uh, he fought a guy that's right in the middle. He's been in the league or in the UFC for a good while, but 
Um, he has the discipline to fight these kind of guys that are coming in with all the juice and the the youthful side of all the energy. And uh, he, he he let Raul have it, you know. So <laughs> that was a funny fight to watch. And then uh, I know we were talking about um, Kevin Holland last time, and he's fighting in this car too, welterweight two, number 13, if that's the one you were talking about before. I mean, this is an exciting UFC fight night. For it to be a championship fight, I mean, I don't know if that's disrespectful for the women, but <laughs> the card right. is lit up, though. I will say um, I am excited for this card because we have what the championship fight against Alexa and Valentina, and then we got yeah. Kelvin Gaslam, Shavkat Rachmanov, we were kind of talking about as well. Yep. Kevin Holland and JDA or JDM. Jack Della Mandela Madalena. Um you got D Rod fighting in Santiago, Raul Rosas again with Terrence. So this card is stacked. And you got Curtis Blades. I mean Chris Curtis against Anthony Hernandez. So some good names in this on this card. I'm excited to watch it all. Gotta put some yep. money on this. Oh, here we go. Back to the money yeah. part now. Uh, another piece of news is that Conor McGregor looks like the December fight is back on. December is back on the table for Conor McGregor and Michael Chandler. It looks like the I guess he he might have I guess Conor because Conor is the one who put this out. He put December is back on the table. Uh, he cause, so he tweeted that out. So he must have passed or he must be following all the guidelines that they say December is going to look good for him. All right, another piece of news: Myra Breno Silva, who just beat Holly Holmes. Uh, announced that she, that she tested positive for the drug test for after the fight. But she's saying that it's apparently it's about her ADHD drugs or something, her medication. It's not about, you know, perform enhancing and so forth. And tomorrow we're supposed to do the ruling if she's going to be suspended or not. And uh, uh, to me at this point, if she's having problems now, I bet you they're going to do the, uh, the Juliana Pena and, was it, Pennington? Yeah, the Pennington fight, and I think they're going to go from there to see who's going to be the interim champion. Because uh, Raquel Pennington should have been fought like I don't know, like two fights ago, I mean, like twice already, and they pushed her down. So I'm sure they got to give her some type of title fight now. So those are just some side piece news that I saw there. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see what next week brings for uh, Week Four Contender Series. Um, it's pretty exciting. I, I haven't been able to watch it in the past, but now like we're kind of like following this as much as we can and jumping into um, the different events that UFC is hosting. And to be honest, like week three of the Contender Series did not let down. It was pretty exciting to watch, seeing these guys put out everything on the line. I love this kind of like scenario. Like it's like do or die, and make your money or don't. So. Yeah, um, it was it, it was exciting. You're right. I mean, it was it gave you everything, and it was right after each other. So that's what I like. No, no, too much backstory. I mean, they had a little bit, but after that, boom, let's get back in the ring and let's start fighting. So that was pretty. Yeah. Neat. I mean, yeah. two hours of nonstop fighting. So that was pretty good. Yeah, it moves fast, so it's, it's a good uh, entertainment on a Tuesday night for sure. All right. Well, I guess until next week, we'll do uh, episode number four, and we'll go from there. Awesome. All right. Don't forget to like this video, subscribe, uh, leave in the comments if you agree with us. If you don't, you know, who are your fighters? What did you think about the fighters? And we could open up a discussion for that. Thank you for watching. Let's do it. Later.